0: Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest to happen in running this week. This week's stories include the return of Anton, new UTMB Stones, and Max King goes full unicorn. The Ultra Trail du Mont Blanc has announced their new system for gaining entry into their races in 2020. The new system features points, tickets, and now stones, oh my. So let's break it down real quick for you this confusing system. To gain entry into the UTMB or one of their other races, like TDS, CCC, or OCC, you'll need to first qualify for their lottery. You can do that by running races that are rated by the International Trail Running Association or ITRA and assigned a point value. They've actually made it easier to qualify starting in 2020 with less points required for each race, presumably to get more people to apply going forward and interested in Part 2 of the program. For each time you don't get into UTMB, you already get an extra ticket in the lottery, but now you can earn a faster way to get in via additional lottery tickets by running select races around the world. When you run either a Buy UTMB race or an Ultra Trail World Tour event, you collect stones. You get one stone for each ITRA point assigned to that race, so for example, if you run the Javelina 100, which is a UTWT race, you'll get four stones. Stones are 1-for-1 in UTWT races, based upon ITRA points, and 3-to-1 for Buy UTMB races. Collect enough stones over a 4-year period, 18 for UTMB, 15 for TDS and CCC, and 12 for OCC, and you get an automatic entry. Otherwise, you can exchange the stones for additional lottery tickets. That about sums up the process. As for their motivations, clearly they're trying to incentivize the masses to run the new Buy UTMB international circuit, by giving the 3 to 1 ratio. In all likelihood, within a few years you may have to run one of the other Buy UTMB branded events just in order to tow the line in Chamonix or Colmaire. What say you outhouse nation? Do you like this scheme? How would you handle the ever-growing problem of how to allocate a limited number of spaces for an extremely popular race? Patio O'Leary, or Patio as I call him, went after the Wicklow Round FKT this past weekend in his home of Ireland. He covered the 100k route, summiting 26 peaks with over 6000 meters of climb and a new record time of 16 hours 27 minutes 20 seconds. He took it back for the home country from Joe Stringbean McConaughey, who had the previous best time of 17 hours 9 minutes set back last year. Joe had beaten Ian Keith's time from 2009 of 17 hours 53 minutes, so things are really heating up on this one. We got a report back from Outhouse viewer Daniel List who participated and won the Sisyphus Ultra Challenge last person standing race in California. He was able to go one lap further than Isoeuchera in 29 hours, totaling 120.8 miles. His secret to winning might have been the use of a full-sized leather recliner in between laps, allowing him to really take advantage of those precious few minutes between loops. As you can see, he's fully reclined with shoes off, really soaking it up. I think I even spy some citrus within reach. Could this be the start of a new trend? A row of lazy boys in the transition zone of every last man standing race going forward? I think so. The annual Lake Sonoma 50 has come and gone. This was the transition year after longtime RD John Mettinger passed on the torch to Skip Brand and the Helzberg Running Company who looked like they put on a good show, as always, out in wine country. Sorry to have missed it, boys. Now on to the race, which was as stacked as ever, especially on the ladies' front, and it did not disappoint. Jared Hazen got redemption after his Black Canyon DNF earlier this year to win in the third best time ever in 6.08, securing his place in the 2019 Western States 100. He was followed by Francis Sebastian Spieler not far back in 6.15, and then Tom Evans in 6:16, both turned down the golden ticket opportunity, and instead the spot rolled down to Stephen Kirsch, who was fourth. For the ladies, it came down to the wire as Anime Flynn passed Eo Wang in the final quarter mile to take the win and nab herself a spot in states. Third place went to Addie Bracy, who will also be taking the golden ticket spot as Eo is already in. Having another rough day out there was Max King. He ultimately decided that transforming into a unicorn was a better idea than finishing. Question, does turning into a unicorn mid-race negate the DNF? Maybe. Not everyone was stoked on the proximity of Lake Sonoma as a golden ticket race to the big dance in June. Joe Yuhan warns that running well here may not be indicative of doing well at states. He says it's too close together to race both well. There was some lively debate on Twitter since some pointed out that quite a few runners have done well at both, including Jim Walmsley last year setting course records at both events. With one more golden ticket race coming up at Canyons at the end of the month, the latest we've seen a ticket race, we'll see if that affects any of the top guys and gals this June. Should the Western States board consider this when selecting next year's ticket races, or are fast performances here an okay tune-up? I don't know. The final piece of Sonoma news I gotta touch on is a comment on all of the Golden Series ticket races on their interpretation of the Golden Ticket Awards themselves. I thought the giant check version given out by Skip and the team was pretty hilarious. The fourth annual Whiskey Basin Trail Runs took place around Prescott, Arizona and the Prescott Circle Trail. It was a repeat of last year in the full distance 88K as Zach and Nicole Bitter doubled up with their wins. Of the two, Nicole had the arguably stronger performance this year, setting a new course best in eight hours, 39 minutes, which was 37 minutes under her winning time last year. She was only about a half hour behind Zach who ran in 8.06, about 20 minutes off his best from 2018. The Boston Marathon took place this week and a huge shout out to Skyler on his race. I know he was hoping to squeak out a sub three, but congrats on the strong run anywho. Of course, the show is mostly going to cover the ultra content relating to Boston, which of course begins with Ian Sharman, who again doubled the race. After running from the finish to the start, he threw down a 2.46. This was his third double. And yeah, you do something impressive just to be outdone. That's how it works, I guess. Henry Ward III not only doubled, but doubled it again. That's the Boston quad. Sick. Mad City 100K again hosted the USATF Road Championships, but without an IAU 100K World Champs this year, it failed to attract too much competition and entrance all for that matter. Is ultra-road running dead in the US? Not that many runners give much credence to our USATF Championships anyway. Tending to run races they like to regardless of titles, Mad City saw just 12 men and 4 women finish. Israel Merkel won for the men in a time of 6.54, with Carolyn Kotsakis winning for the women in 9.48, edging out second place Nora Bird by just a minute. The Rise of Anton 2019, could it be real this time? Will Anton return to the trails and race an ultra in 2019? Ultra Running's poster boy from a decade ago has been out of the game for some time due to multiple nagging injuries over the years, which has relegated him mostly to pursuing climbing, scrambling, skiing, and biking as of late. But if you follow ultra running Jesus on Strava, you might have noticed him knocking out some pretty solid runs these days. In four of the past six weeks, Anton has completed a 30 mile run on at least one occasion each week. He has been super inconsistent, running on average just two or three days per week. But for instance, his 30 miler last week was completed in just over four hours with one gel. Now that's the Anton we know. Let's just hope he can find some consistency, handle the volume, and not overdo it. Leadville? Maybe? At Abel Wasi on Twitter made an interesting note of the total number of loops completed by people at the Barkley, sending out a top 10 list. I've thought about this recently, as I myself have 12 official loops and another 2.75 unofficial over the time cutoffs in five different starts. So who's at the top? Well, Barkley finisher Andrew Thompson holds the most with 30 loops, Mike Dobie's in second with 23, Blake Wood also with 23, Craig Wilson 21, and Jerry Campbell with 19, tied with Jim Nelson. definitely see myself moving up this list in the future years to come. Kind of a cool stat. Giannis Kuros is in the news for being inducted into the Australian Ultra Runners Association Hall of Fame. Giannis is arguably the greatest ultra runner of all time, best known for his 24-hour world record, 1,000-mile record, and wins at the Spartathlon amongst many other achievements. The Greek legend did become a dual citizen of Australia at one point in his life and lived there for quite some time. Finally, is this a photo of Gunnel Swanson chugging some Sombra Mezcal at Lake Sonoma? If so, heck yeah! Long live Team Sombra! And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 141 of Outhouse News. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam's sunglasses. Links are below. Have a week.